On today's episode, we discuss some of our favorite Disney collectibles. Are your favorite items on our list? Let's find out. Back to the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm yours truly, Jordan. Joined today, as usual, by Justin and Ryan. How's it going today, guys? Good afternoon, Jordan. Just a nice, nice rainy Friday. Just, uh, enjoying a cup of coffee and talking to you fellas. Yeah, it's uh, great weather we're having, right? <laughs> uh, it's Florida. It'll be different in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yep. Did you see the other day? It, so it's monsooning right now, basically, in Florida for the past three or four days and it's going to continue to do so do you see the flooding at disney the past few days yes yes <laughs> boy they got hit hard i seen epcot had like six inches of rain like it was just pooling everywhere hollywood studios was the same thing it was crazy so much flooding yeah i mainly saw a video from uh right outside world of disney and disney springs <laughs> and uh yeah the, i felt bad for them folks because there's nowhere to hide other than stores and you know them floors were absolutely slippery Oh, yeah. Well, they were like walking through literally like almost a foot solid of water. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. But um, you, I guarantee a shoe sales went up. Because <laughs> 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 ask me how I know. We got our star. We, we, uh, we had dinner one time at Liberty Tree Tavern, and it was during a torrential downpour. And uh, we went from there, and we were like, you know what? We're Florida people. Umbrella, we're going we're gonna to wing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, we ended up getting in like ankle deep water right there in the uh, the main hub, mm, yeah. And went to Main Street and uh, went in the Emporium and bought like three new pairs of shoes. <laughs> I'm about to say you did the sloshing shuffle. Oh yeah, it was gross. Uh, My feet were so nasty. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, but that's that's the beauty of Florida this time of year. You know, like a couple never weeks ago, it was get. mild. Yeah. It was mild in the fifties in the mornings, and it got to like mid seventies. So it was like beautiful for a couple of weeks. The and record then highs for few days. <laughs> well, yeah, but then like everything's blooming, so you got pollen, and everybody's snotty and has sinus issues, and then it gets really hot and dry for a few days, and now we got cold and rain. Like, <laughs> come on, yeah, it's gonna be daggum near freezing up here in North Florida this weekend. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes. yeah, we I mean, really just... go from record highs to almost record lows in like two days. It's <laughs> like, what's the weather like in Florida? eat all the above <laughs> yeah reach in a bag reach in a bag and pull it out you might have a better yeah. chance of winning. <laughs> but uh yeah my goodness um so i think we had a good a good uh topic to, on today's show guys um and i'm i'm curious here um because i'm 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 very curious to see what you guys are bringing to the table because i definitely think there's some unique things about this topic um but before we dive into to today's show, I just want to add a quick reminder to uh, go visit us at offthemonorails.com. You can get our podcasts on demand there, as well as link out to all the major podcast networks uh, and platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, and more. Uh, you can also support the show if you would be so kind to do so by clicking the support button in the top right corner and buying us a coffee. Uh, we would appreciate that very much if you are able to do so. And we appreciate drinking some coffee. So always love coffee. Always. Drinking it right now. Also, uh, be sure to go 
follow us on our social media channels, uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we've got a bunch of different things going on across all of those channels, some unique things to each one as well. So you'll want to make sure you subscribe to us on all of those, as well as enable your notifications. Uh, and that way you're notified whenever we post new content. Uh, we've got a We've got a lot of trips upcoming soon uh, to Disney doing a lot of different things. So we'll be bringing lots of different types of content across all of our social media platforms. So uh, you'll want to make sure you are subscribed for those notifications. Um, And with that, uh, let's dive into our topic today, guys. Collectibles, collectibles. I got a lot of them. So... We're going to go through our favorites, our personal favorite Disney collectibles um, that we own have gotten sucked into um, over the years. And, uh, you know, we each have our own little quirks and things. A lot of people like to collect different types of things, especially when it comes to Disney. Um, So I'm very interested to see what you guys come up with and see how diverse this this topic really becomes. Because uh, there's something out there for just about everyone, right? And you mentioned that you know our like minor rhymes might be more unique. Honestly, Jordan, I think how you collect is actually pretty unique. But I, I'm wanting I'm wanting you to get to that topic whenever we get to it here. Yeah. So we'll just go into. Uh, I think we just kind of kick it off uh, round robin style and uh, just kind of discuss. We'll just start kicking it off and see. Let's start discussing the list of uh, different things that you uh, like to like to collect that are Disney related items. So Justin, if you want to kick us off. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is to collect a uh, resort pin from every resort that I stay at. Um, mm. Just one uh, to cover that stay. So like I've been to pop century more times than I can count, uh, but I only have one pin for that. And that's the, the, the whole idea behind it, just to cover each resort that I've stayed at. Um and currently, I've got a good, good bit of them. Uh, just off the top of my head, Pop Century, Fort Wilderness, uh, Art of Animation, uh, Coronado, uh, just to name a few. Um, and the unique thing is, is that you know some of these states were during the pandemic, so with the materials being kind of low to or not low demand, but low. Uh, uh, processing and producing mm-hmm. uh, like my Coronado pen. I've only stayed there that one time. I could not find a Coronado pen mm. during my resort state. Like they, they, it just wasn't there. Uh, so I ended up having to go on eBay and I found one uh, for about a fair price. I would, I would say. Um, and, uh, and that's what I started doing. You know, that was my first little bit of collecting pens. Uh, it has since expanded to, uh, some limited editions uh, from like during the holidays and stuff. Uh, like when we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, bought one during the Christmas uh, holiday season. Uh, so got a limited edition pen, and we'll we'll share pictures of our boards and uh, in our collections. I'm sure in the uh, the blog. Yeah, I think that's I think that's something we all uh, collect to a certain degree, right? Are some of the limited edition pens? Um, right. I know I've got several. From the 50th anniversary collection. Oh, yeah. Um, you mentioned Coronado. I was able to get the special collection of pins that they had for the construction when they were building Grand Casino Tower. Yep. Uh, so that's one of those you, you can't get anymore. Um, so, yeah, I've got several of those. Pins aren't my 
number one go-to collectible for Disney items, but they are one of them. I, I do have I do have a good amount of them, but uh, it's not something that's like that's my first thing I'm going I'm trying to collect. But I know a lot of people a lot of people do, especially yep. you, Ryan. Yeah. Um. And on the topic of pins, like pins is probably one of my top things that I collect, but that won't be my first one that I would list because um I got a thing with magic bands. <laughs> I I think between myself and my family of five, I think we've got about 35 magic bands. That's a fair number. And um I actually had to build, I had to build a custom uh, magic band board that has like, um, it's built with like slats of wood that are framed up and I kind of distressed it with white paint and I uh, used my wife's cricket machine to make a pass holder magnet sticker. <laughs> and then I used like a industrial kind of pipe uh, shelf looking thing. And then we clipped the magic bands around it. So it's just a good way for us to kind of display our, our weird Disney flex, mm-hmm. but um, also keep them all together. Cause you know, those things are expensive and they're a park essential. Mm-hmm. So we always try to make sure they're all in the same place, but um yeah, I remember last year on our trip that we have um, talked about many times to, you know, Pop Century where we kicked this whole thing off. And uh, Justin bought me my first Magic Band at the Pop Century gift shop sure just did. before getting on the Skyliner. And um, Yeah, I remember. I got uh, Crush the Turtle from Finding Nemo because <laughs> that's my spirit animal. <laughs> but it all started from there. I got that one Magic Band and I seen all the different characters and I started just getting, you know, ones that I thought looked cool, but then I found out that there were limited edition <laughs> ones that did that did special uh, animations at the turnstiles. And, oh, yeah. And boy, it was over with from there. <laughs> um, so much like how Justin says, he kind of he kind of gets picky with his pin selections. I'm the same way with my Magic Bands. I haven't bought any in a while now, but um, I would go to the parks and look at the limited edition ones they have behind all of the counters at all the different shops. And there's different ones at every single shop at every park. Yep. Um, and I found certain ones that I liked, uh, certain ones that were harder to find. Uh, I would get on eBay, um, but I would always, um, I would always snipe them for a good price. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the, I think one of my favorite ones, my magic bands, is my 20 years of pin collecting magic oh, bands. Oh, yeah. And I actually, Justin got us the pin to match it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so it's a green magic band that has like three different phases. Kind of like of an the emerald green. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. But it has the three different phases of Mickey Mouse's evolution from like the original Steamboat Willie to the um, Mickey Mouse that we grew up on in the 90s with like the tan face. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. you know. And then to today's Mickey Mouse that some people kind of gripe about, but I like him. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Me too. But yeah, man, Magic Bands. Um, I've gotten resort ones because, um, you know, they had some some new resort designs come out this past year for the 50th. Uh, I, the 50th anniversary of Magic Bands. I got those. Mm-hmm. Um, love them. Um, but yeah, like I, I'll, I'll add a picture of my whole spread uh, to the blog just so I can paint a picture of just how invested I am in this, uh, this thing. Yeah. And I also want to add, uh, on there, uh, with Ryan's, uh, what he created for his family to hold their magic bands. He was gracious enough to create one for me as well. So, uh, I have mine and my son's display, uh, of magic band collections on there. And between me and him, we probably got the whole post 30, <laughs> if not more. Uh, so, Again, I'll send that picture and we'll post it on the blog, uh, so you can see just how much like we actually did drop on Magic Bands because it's <laughs> ridiculous. 
I mean, they do nothing but get you in the park. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do anything Well, else. you used to be able to get those with the resort stay. They used to be complimentary with every some resort stay. Yeah, and then, some of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I haven't been, you know, we, we got the complimentary ones when they were doing that thing for the resort stays on site. Um, so we got plenty of just like the basic colored ones. And then I did invest right. a few, uh, a few times into certain special edition ones. Um, I would say probably one of my favorites, uh, or the, maybe the most limited edition one that I have is the star Wars galaxy's edge opening yes. uh, day like weekend uh-huh. magic band. Um, so that mm-hmm. one's really cool. I like that one a lot. Um, it, it lights up like the back of the millennium Falcon on the turnstile. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, that's probably as far as I've gone really with, with my magic bands. So one of the, one of the things that, uh, you know, it's also very popular to collect, um, that I've tinkered in to a degree, just think some of them that I find really cool, really interesting, um, are, I'm going to classify two items into one category, but the uh, the sippers and the popcorn buckets. Oh, okay. So uh, I've got several of the sippers. Um, we got one of the uh, Mickey 90th birthday uh, sippers. Nice. Where's Mickey with his birthday yeah. hat? Um, we've got uh, one of the. It was basically like a jungle. Like it was. We've got it at Animal Kingdom. I forget exactly where, but it's essentially looks like a like a canteen. Um, from got, a Satuli. Yeah, so we got that. Um, we got um, we got Mike from Monsters Inc. Um, got him as a sipper, and I got uh, you know the Orange Bird and the Spike the Bee that you can get at the uh, Flower and Garden Fest. I didn't know you had that many. Yeah, so those are the sippers I've got. Um, do you guys any have any of those? Any other ones? Um, I mean, I've got Spike the Bee. Uh, and I did have the uh, Mickey's 90th uh, sipper, um, but that's the only, well, the orange bird as well. Um, okay. Yeah. That's the only ones I've had. What about, um, what about your popcorn buckets? Um, I've got, I want to say this was originally a 2019 popcorn bucket, but okay. I think I got it in 2020 when they re-released them or brought it back because uh, they made different versions of it. Uh, mm-hmm. it's during the Christmas time. It has the red lanyard with the lights all on it. Uh, and it's the green Christmas tree with, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, on the side. And I think, uh, many is on it as well. Is that the one that lights up? Yeah, it does light up. Yeah. If you open it up, it has uh chip and Dale in yeah. it yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, that's the only popcorn bucket I've collected for the popcorn buckets on my end it's it goes pretty extensively as well sometimes you forget how many of these things you actually have until you start to count them up um Mm -hmm. but i've got uh one of the toy story aliens um i also have a toy story alien but in a santa outfit like a santa Mm. pajama outfit that they did at christmas time a couple years back um i've got the millennium falcon um that also lights up on the, the real big one yeah yeah that's like the size of your ad yeah <laughs> yeah i got that one um i've got the figment the infamous figment popcorn bucket most recently mm-hmm. um i think that's i think that's about it right now oh 
Well, I've got the uh, Skyliner. I've got the Skyliner popcorn bucket as well. Oh, I want that one so bad. Um, we uh, we actually our last trip we just took a couple weeks ago. Um, Brianna bought another one of the um, like Mickey Mickey ears balloon style ones for the fiftieth. Oh yeah, because we already had the gold and the purple one, and then she found the green one, so she got that. So we've got all three colors of that. But the one we're really looking for is the um, the Mickey and Minnie in their fiftieth anniversary suits. So. She got a glimpse of those while we were at the parks, and uh, she was asking everyone where they're finding those at. And I think they're, they all just got bought up. So, um, but I think we have three, we have three buckets from Hollywood Studios that have um, the ATATs on them. Mm-hmm. So we've got three of those, which those had like the little chip in the bottom where you get the refills or whatever. It has like the RFID chip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got those, and we got the three different colored uh, Mickey balloon ones. And uh, Jordan so graciously was able to get me a, a figment one. So you know we're 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 good for the Disney uh, the Ultimate Disney Flex for 2022. <laughs> that's that's that one did it. <laughs> so any more um, I, once we've listed off so far, pretty common collectibles. Any more common collectible types that you guys dabble into? So being that it's the 50th anniversary, uh, they've released a lot of special uh, variations of how you can acquire pins. Um, and I know I've bought a couple of boxes of these already, and I gave Ryan a couple of boxes as well. Uh, but it's like a surprise one. You don't know what you're going to get until you open it. Uh, and that's been fun. Yeah. And that's been a lot of fun because like, I got his uh, girls involved uh as a proud uncle would, you know, get, getting them a couple boxes each and letting them, you know, open it up and see the surprise inside. And that's always fun. You know, we've got some duplicates that have came from that as well, but um, there's some really, really good characters in that. Like uh, the country bear jamboree is in there. Uh, you got orange bird that's in there. Uh, just several characters. And they're, they're really, really unique. And they all have that iridescent kind of coloring to them somewhere on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really designates them as that specific uh, lineup of uh, of pin collections. So I found that very, very unique. Um, other than that, I mean, I have a couple of resort refillable mugs. I wouldn't necessarily say I collect them. Yeah, same here. But, but I mean, I have a couple of them. And don't get me wrong, there's a couple of them that are actually really, really cool looking. Uh, but as far as collecting them, I, I don't. I stick mainly to pins and uh and then I've also got like the birthday, you know, happy birthday pins you get from cast members for free. Yeah. Pro tip. If you're celebrating anything, go ask a cast member where you can find some pins because it'll help enhance your experience. And you never know. You can actually add them to your resort stay. You can put the occasion mm-hmm. of while you're there and they'll have them waiting for you. And you never know when uh, a cast member could sprinkle a little extra, mag- extra magic towards your trip. Uh, and there's just no way of describing what that is. Uh, but it's a cast member's unique way of helping you celebrate. So uh, keep that in mind. My kids are nuts about those um, those Numos or Numios, whatever they're called, the little dolls. They they have at least a dozen of those and an outfit for each one. Thank God they had Disney gift cards from Christmas with like three hundred bucks on each one. So because those bad boys right there and and well and lounge fly backpacks. I think we have seven. Yeah, them girls like their lounge flies. Yeah, I'd say yeah. The wife definitely has her fair share of the lounge flies. She definitely has her fair share of the Mickey ears. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Mickey ears. Yeah. Another one. Yep. Yeah. Um, I know one of the, 
another, I would say common, it was definitely more commonplace, I feel like, um, years ago, uh, but the pressed pennies. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Yes. My son loves those. Um, and now they have a bunch of the f- special 50th coins mm-hmm. um, in the same locations as well. So uh, those are also uh, a go-to collectible, more so for him. He he enjoys them. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So I know we probably got some other types of collectibles um, that we could dive into as well. Um, and I'll lead off with that um, maybe a little bit off the wall, but maybe not too much either uh, because they are more and more popular. Um, but Funko pops. Um, <laughs> and for me, they're huge. Yeah. yeah they're, and, there is a market. Yeah. And specifically I've, uh, it's a very dangerous game to play with Funko pops because they nostalgia will get you every time. But um, so I had to tell myself to be very careful and very selective with which Funko pop finals I was going to uh, try to collect. And so I've done a pretty good job with sticking to exclusive Disney parks, Funkos. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have every single one that's been offered, but um, do have a few, few good ones um, from that list. So um, it's, you know, get some of the red, the pirate, uh, the Doom Buggy, uh, Madame Leota, some nice. of the limited edition ones that they only do for the park releases. Um, been able to snag those, so those are pretty pretty cool little collectibles I've been able to do. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of the same approach I took to pins. Was like I used to just buy whatever pins I thought looked cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I started realizing this game's expensive. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, so now I kind of just wait for like limited release or special edition ones. That way, it's like it's worth getting that one thing and it's you know it's sought after yeah that way you're not because if i just bought every pen i saw and liked i would have a billboard (laughs) (laughs) so it it was cost effective to to learn to just get the ones that that were really that really meant something yeah yeah i and similar to justin with your um with your pin idea of grabbing a pin at every resort you stay at um one of the things that i started doing uh, and something that we've now you know collected are the uh, landscape prints of each resort by Larry Dotson. And I love that that concept, dude. Ever since you told me about that, I've loved that concept. So we've got a nice gallery wall now of these prints um, by the artist Larry Dotson that um, has done all these landscape uh, paintings uh, of a lot of the Walt Disney World resorts. Um, they're great pieces of art. Um, some have uh, multiple views. I know like Animal Kingdom Lodge has an option to, from the outside of the, on the Savannah versus in the lobby. Um, so there's just different ones. And we've been lucky enough to be able to snag pretty much every one from every resort we've been, we've stayed at um, that a print is available for. Um, I think the only one that we're missing uh, from our collection from a resort we stayed at was Saratoga Springs. They just didn't have any at the time. Um, when we stayed at Caribbean beach, I bought the very last one. It was actually the one that they had on display and, uh, yeah. And it was framed and they're like, well, if you want to buy it, you have to buy the frame. Like it was, I was like, okay, buying the frame because you don't have any more. And I don't, I've never seen them again for Caribbean beach. So, um, so yeah, so I just, you know, had to have it for the quote unquote collection. Um, but yeah, we've got, I think 
at 12 or something close to that just to represent the resource we stayed at. Um, that's cool. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just something that it's, it makes a nice piece of art for the house. Um, and then, but also you can real very quickly recollect, um, you know, your time at those resorts. And correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you meet him at a uh, festival of the arts yes. at one point? Yes. Last year. Um, so Festival of the Arts 2021, uh, he had a meet and greet booth um, inside a World Showplace. And I was able to um, actually uh, get a few prints that I hadn't, that I wasn't able to get um, previously when we actually stayed at the resorts. They had some prints there available. And um, so I was actually get. I was actually able to get a, a couple of prints that I didn't have that was missing. And uh, he was gracious enough to sign those prints for me as well um, awesome. there in person. So it, that added just a whole nother touch to it and made it that much more meaningful. And uh, yeah, it's just, it was really cool to be able to do that. And, and this is another cool part. Like, and you understand that Jordan's favorite festival at Epcot is festival of the arts. Mm-hmm. So when you find pieces of art like this, like if you have a specific artist that you really, really like their design work, uh, keep an eye on the schedule. Cause you never know if they're actually going to be there in person. Yeah. And this is included with your park ticket. So that was an extra little perk. I'm sure that you thoroughly enjoyed. Oh yeah. Uh, and then, you know, people down the road, they can spot some of their favorite artists. If they, you know, listen to this podcast and they're like, Hey, I think that'd be a cool collection because not only is it a collection, it's also stuff you can put on your wall. You can decorate mm-hmm. you know? and, and these are very unique yep. pieces. So to get them actually signed by the artist that did them, that'll add just that extra little bit of flair uh, to your collection. And I think that's a really cool thing, dude. Uh, we've recently got into um, collecting spirit jerseys. Yet again, why do I always choose the most expensive one? <laughs> but, I was just about to say. Um, I only have one right now, but with the the ones they've been rolling out lately, man, they got some good ones. Mm-hmm. But I got the Mickey Waffle one. Um, I, I <laughs> For got, obvious reasons. I got my three girls the retro, like, 1971 style um, spirit jerseys when we stayed at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, yeah. Remember we uh we went to the gift shop and we was mm-hmm. doing a little bit of Christmas shopping. Yep. So I snagged them each of that. Yep. Um the wife has her uh white and gold fiftieth anniversary one because she's bougie. <laughs> and um <laughs> then uh my my two oldest ones also have fiftieth anniversary spirit jerseys, but I feel like that's going to be a thing that we're going to do every year now, especially probably around the holidays, because that's when you're mainly going to be needing sleeves. Mm-hmm. So and that's when the best ones get released, right? With the flannel designs yeah. that they do, they're always a classic. Yeah, can you imagine just being year. on Main Street with a coffee and it cool outside, standing in front of the Christmas tree and watching fireworks with a flannel spirit jersey on? <laughs> that's that's it. I don't I don't need anything else. Oh man, <laughs> life, life can be back. that simple, huh? Yeah, yeah, that expensive. <laughs> but hey, you know, you can't take it with you when you're gone. Nope. Enjoy it while you're here. Yep, yep. So I don't necessarily think that you could classify this uh, next piece as a collectible uh, until recently. Okay. Uh, we were uh, like, I always wanted to do this uh, specific ac- activity that's uh, at 
Magic Kingdom. Uh, and it was called Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a card game that you got a free uh, package of cards from the fire station uh, right there on Main Street. As soon as you walk in on the left-hand side, uh, you used to be able to walk in there, get your pack of cards per person. And then you had specific spots around uh, Magic Kingdom that are marked uh, by the symbol of uh, the Sorcerer of the Magic Kingdom on the ground. Uh, and you're, you're helping Merlin uh, protect the Magic Kingdom from the villains. Uh, well, uh, I believe it was last year, mm-hmm. uh, very early in the year, uh, Disney announced that they are ceasing that game. So whenever I found out about that, I was like, well, let me you know, try and get as much as I can done. Uh, and Ryan's... Uh, two oldest daughters uh joined me on this adventure <laughs> and uh and we we collected a couple of packs of cards uh and played the game a little bit but we did not get to complete it unfortunately but we have the memory of it we have the cards we have the map still uh and to this day them girls are always asking to see it and and wish that they could play the game again mm-hmm. uh because it was really fun uh very interactive it was really good for those days like annual pass holders when you're just looking for something new to do around the parks this took you to every corner of that park and you really had to take your time and 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 look around and enjoy uh what this game did uh because you're going to specific locations uh and it did certain things uh like over towards jungle cruise i'm not going to spoil it but uh, this game has some interactive elements uh mm-hmm. built in uh, and it was really, really, really fun. Uh, and the girls loved it. So, again, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a collectible until now. Because uh, these things, I've looked them up on eBay, dude. People are selling these cards now for astronomical amounts of money. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I looked into it, and uh, apparently there's a market for that, which, I mean, you know, you got player cards as well that usually hold value. But mm-hmm. I didn't know that you know sources of the magic kingdom was going to hold a value like that so if you have some packs laying around uh that you don't care about uh <laughs> hit me up because uh i'm sure i've found some you know some use for them for these uh little girls to enjoy so uh definitely a, a cool little game that i wish was still around but uh we'll uh we'll just cherish the memories of it for what it was so what um what would be probably your most prized Disney possession? Like if you had to pick one thing that was like your, the, the, the Mecca of everything you have, what would it be? Hmm. I want to take a second on this one. I already know what mine is. I'll go ahead and say it. I can't stand it. (laughs) (laughs) So I managed to get one of the pins from the food and wine festival for 2021 and it had none other than Robin Hood and Little John with their pot of chow over the campfire. And um, I actually got Justin one of these, too, because we kind of got in a habit where he did. if we went on a trip without each other and we saw a pen that the other would like, we would get two. We had to get it. So it just became this reciprocating yep. thing that we did all of last year. But um, And is it, we've done this, like, what, five times now? I like mean, just bought I, each other. I went, pen. I went to food and wine festival five times alone, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I probably did it more than that. But um, Robin Hood has always been a, a pinnacle of our childhood. That's just one of them Disney movies that is a, is a timeless classic for us, even as adults. And, um, but 
Yeah, out of the probably 140 pins that I have, that's probably probably my favorite. That or I have a cast member uh, set of pins that I actually got off of eBay, and it's a framed piece. It's from the it's a 2015 hybrid launch team, but it has a pin for every single Disney resort, including Vero Beach. And these pins I have not seen anywhere else but on this board. So, um, yeah, th- that's a one A and one B for me. That that's that's a pretty neat thing. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Yeah, I'm kind of torn. I am very torn here. Um, it's going to be like what Ryan said: a one A and one B. And and neither one has more value than the other in in my eyes. But uh, so one of them is I found these on eBay, and. They're very unique because, again, this is a movie that is tied into mine and Ryan's childhood that we both absolutely adore. Mm. Uh, That is The Rescuers Down Under. Mm. And I have a three-pin collection celebrating the 30th anniversary of that movie. Oh, so good. Uh, And these these pins, like, uh, they're they're timeless, just like the movie. (laughs) Uh, It's... I wish I could talk more about it. it. It's it's a very fond memory of my childhood uh, with my brother enjoying that movie because we absolutely wore that movie out on VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could throw in Sword in the Stone, Peter Pan, Robin Hood. The Great Mouse Detective. It. Oh, my God. Oh, the Great man. Mouse Detective. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we wore them things out. So uh, that's the, I guess you could say, 1A. Uh, 1B. I'm very fortunate enough that I found this and Ryan apps. He was actually with me this day uh, whenever I found this pen. And it was shortly after happily ever after uh, seized uh, its schedule, I guess you could say uh, before they switched it over to Disney enchantment. And I got one of the last happily ever after fireworks pens in the magic kingdom and yep. i bought one for ryan as well it's funny you say it that because i was looking at it like 10 seconds ago because i got my pen board <laughs> on my desk i remember mm-hmm. the exact setup we were uh in front of space mountain getting coffee at joffrey's before getting on the people mover and yep. justin just happened to go walk over to the pen kiosk while we were waiting in line and found it i remember exactly yeah and for i know we probably haven't mentioned this before on the uh on the podcast and honestly probably need to cover this topic uh, down the road but for those of you that have watched happily ever after will know exactly what i'm going to talk about for those that have not watched the happily ever after fireworks show it will move you it's it is the hands down best fireworks show that disney has ever created uh you can't debate me on that i'm not (laughs) shying on words like happily ever after was the pinnacle of fireworks shows that Disney has ever created. Uh, it flowed from start to be from start to end. Uh, it, it moved inside of you. If you didn't have any kind of feeling or something going on inside of you that you couldn't question or figure out what was going on. Uh, if it didn't do that to you, there was something wrong. Because <laughs> it taps into your inner child. It makes you, if you're a parent, it makes you appreciate your children being the age they are. Uh, 
and seeing the wonder in their eyes because it covers all that ground. Um, not to mention, you know, the characters from all the different movies throughout the, the years, uh, you know, Toy Story's in it. You know, that's, we all grew up with that, you know, mm-hmm. our, our age group. And it, it, it is a timeless classic. They have it on YouTube. Uh, you can look it up. Uh, I, I promise you this fireworks show was nothing short of epic. It, we, we all took something away from it. Ryan got to see it for the first time and only time, unfortunately, mm. uh, like two weeks before uh, its last showing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I tear up watching it on show. YouTube. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it, it's a really moving show. Uh, so if you've, if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor and look it up happily ever after a uh, fireworks show at magic kingdom. And you will not be disappointed because it, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, for me, so I've got a few things that are, I would say carry value, um, but in different ways. Right. So, um, one of the things that I say, you know, you say like prize possession from, from Disney. Um, and I'm just like super glad I was able to get, get one, um, because of not only, I mean, it's got some monetary value for sure, sure. But, um, it also has just, it's something really cool. And it's really Disney. Uh, but that was the, uh, the limited edition, uh, park exclusive Funko for the 30th anniversary of Splash Mountain. Um, oh, okay. Okay. And so, I remember those. Yeah, so it's got Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear, Br'er mm-hmm. Rabbit. Um, got, it was a whole collection at once, yes. right? Like you didn't buy it separately. Correct. It's all together. Um, and so that's like one of those, I'm like, man, I'm really happy I was able to, to snag this. Uh, when I was, when it, when I did. Um, but I would say for on the other side of the coin there, the thing that I've Disney things that I value the most are some that I haven't even mentioned. And they're, I value them the most because of what they mean. And, you know, so when we, when we first started doing this whole Disney journey, it was about, letting, you know, going to Disney to see, to let our son experience it for the first time. I mean, our first ever trip to Disney, um, as a family, you know, grown up, um, was all about all built on the basis of taking our son for his first trip, um, when he was two and a half and letting him experience that and become a fan and, and so on. And, uh, one of the things that we that he grew up watching as he you know is almost now six years old, um, but one of the things that he grew up watching were the Cars movies, and yes. um, so naturally, um, being a boy um, watching Cars movie, you want to play with the cars, and so we started getting the uh, diecast for the Cars movies as they were released, and so. And this is something that Disney did pretty regularly, um, and they released new diecast models and different cars, different characters, um, you know, over over the years. And so we began to really just start getting them because he liked the characters. But then I found myself like being the first one to initiate, like, "Hey, let's go look at these cars because I want to see which new ones they have." Um, and to this day, I still constantly, you know, look out for any new cars, movie diecasts 
um, characters because I still enjoy getting them, opening them up with him um, and just driving them around. And, you know, it just takes me right back to that very first time that we bought the first one. Um, and that's, that's, you know, really cool. I love that. We we did the same for Avery. Uh, she's got the Mac and you can put lightning in the back. Oh, of yeah. it. She's got yeah. Mater and Sheriff and Fillmore. Yeah. We, we did the same with her and that, you know, it, it takes you back to just playing with cars on a, a city mm-hmm. map uh, rug in your room. Yep. Yeah. Right. I can't tell that, you how many, I can't tell you how many, uh, how many hours we've spent just on the bedroom floor, just driving around the, you know, now it's up to probably 60, 70 different die casts that he has, but yeah. uh, you know, it, you know, it, um, it's so cool. You know, we, when we got to stay in uh, the car suites at art of animation the first time and, he, we took the cars with us and we were driving around all the maps and stuff there on the furniture and in that room. It's just so cool, right? Like you just yeah, have, like, they have the coffee table. That's the map. Yes, of radiator exactly. in them. So they were, yes. we were driving around the map. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's just those little things, right? Like there's those little moments. Um, you can't put a price on memories like that, man. Yeah. That's, that's something that he'll hold forever. Yeah. Yep. So that's awesome. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's a good little venture right there. Yeah, all of our kids had that kind of experience um, with the Cars uh, movie itself. Like they all have a specific moment in their lives that Cars came into it, and mm-hmm. they enjoyed playing with all those cars and reenacting scenes. Like I know my son does it all the time. Mm-hmm. Ryan's girls do it all the time. So uh, it, it's cool to see the kids and you know enjoying some of the different movies that are in their age group now, uh, and they get to grow up with Cars. Yeah, yeah. It's uh mine. They they'll sing every song uh, from the <laughs> from the soundtracks. And like we uh, like we've stayed at Art of Animation, I think three or four different times now, and they always play a lot of the Pixar movie soundtracks and stuff yeah. through the lobby. And almost every time that we walk into the lobby, there they're playing <laughs> either Life Is a Highway from Rascal Flats or they're playing Weezer's version of You Might <laughs> Think from Cars Two. <laughs> and uh, actually, the last time we went, I think I actually sent Justin a short clip, but they were, um, but I heard them playing um, Collision of Worlds by uh, Brad Paisley and Rob- Robbie Williams, and uh, I was singing it. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it it taps into your inner child, man. It's yeah. something about it. I, that's a good resort. Yeah. Uh, well, fellas, I think that was a pretty good list, and now everyone knows what we like to spend our money on. <laughs> Lots of money. But it's worth it in the end, right? Oh, absolutely. Money means memories. Memories last a lifetime. I work a lot of overtime for Disney, but it is worth it. It's, uh, exactly. Yeah. It's something you can't replace, you know, once your kids are grown and out of the house. Yeah, these are times you can't get yeah. back. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for this topic and this episode. Um, again, just another reminder, uh, be sure to follow us on the socials at Off the Monorails. Uh, we will also be posting a blog about this episode on our website, offthemonorails.com. You'll also be able to find a link to it in the description of the episode below. Uh, so wherever you're listening to us at, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., cetera, uh, just take a look in the description box. You'll have a direct link to that blog post or you can see some of the photos of these collectibles that we mentioned previously. And also just leave us a comment on the post and let us know what some of your favorite collectibles are. Some things maybe we're not uh, collecting, but uh, we're always trying to spend our money on new things, too. So, hey, um, and then also while you're there in the in the description of the episode, if you wouldn't mind, just uh, 
clicking that like button, click the review, um, leave us a rating and uh, let us know how we're doing. And we would do really appreciate that. And again, uh, if you'd like to support the show in any capacity, uh, you can click the buy us a coffee link uh, and buy us a cup of coffee. And we do appreciate that and your support. Absolutely. And with that being said, my name's Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. I managed to get the, one of the pins for the food and wine festival for 2021 and hang on a second because <laughs> you got a baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's my real prize possession right there. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Just is dying right now. I ain't even looking at him. I, I know. <laughs> He was about to talk and he lost it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>